It's time now for Gina Gardner and Friends, the show that shares stories from inspiring people, from a wide range of expert guests, all focused on helping you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. Gina Gardner is a multiple number one international best-selling author, motivational speaker, business coach, and trainer. She's the founder of Genuinely You, and has over 30 years experience of helping people step into their genuine, authentic power, personally and professionally. One day, I'll teach chemistry to kids. I'm going to be an architect. My dream is to be a chef. This is a world of possibilities. A world in which people who put their minds to something can really make a difference. My goal is to help the environment. Someday I'll find a cure for cancer. At the U.S. Department of Education's Office of Federal Student Aid, we believe that aspiring minds can achieve anything. So we dedicate ourselves to making sure everyone has an opportunity to go to college. Each year, we provide more than $150 billion in grants, loans, and work-study funds, making higher education possible for anyone at any stage of life. I can go back to college. I can change careers. I can make a difference. Federal Student Aid, proud sponsor of the American Mind. Learn more about Money for College at studentaid.gov. And now, here's your host, Gina Gardner. Hello there, and welcome to Gina Gardner and Friends, a show where we look at all sorts of themes. And today I'm joined by a very special lady, Corinne LaFont. Uh, she's an amazing lady who has an incredible career behind her, publisher, podcaster and PR practitioner for the past 10 years. Um, whilst living in Jamaica for 21 years, she established herself as a columnist with Jamaica Gleaner, and that's a national daily paper. Um, upon her return home to Trinidad in 2017, she registered her business, LaFont and Associates, a PR and communications consultancy. And she's uh, very well versed in helping people with their communication, crisis management, content creation and publication. Corinne, so pleased to see you again and to have you on the show. Thank you so much, Gina. It's great to be here, Gina and friends. Thank you. So let's just have a little potted history in terms of how you came to be the queen of communication, how you got into all of this. I love that. The queen of communication. That's exactly where I'm heading. I love it. <laughs> um, I, I, I don't know. It's the part that I was taken on. It's, it was not something that I, well, personally set out to do. I would say probably the initial seed was planted many years ago as a child. My next door neighbor was the PR officer of a major company here in Trinidad and Tobago. Beautiful woman. I mean, exceptionally beautiful. I just, there was something about her presence, the role she was carrying. Public relations officer was really new. The whole term, the title, the position was really new back then. And I just saw it as a, I, I guess I was entranced by her persona and the role and what came with it. I didn't know anything about it. It's just how she looked. And I guess the, 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 the status to some ex extent, yeah. what, what carried with it, but I didn't know really what it, it involved. I just looked at her and said, wow, whatever 
I want that. You know, I like that. And I never gave it any additional thought, to tell you the truth, as a child. I just used to see her and felt this is something, I guess, whatever she's doing, I want to be in that, I suppose. I never gave it a thought. And then I transitioned. Of course, I got older. I got involved in writing, helping my mother with her report. She was a hospital administrator, and I helped her with all her investigations. That The feedback that I got from her is that because nobody else knew that I was helping her as a young child <laughs> with her reports, but the feedback was very positive that people were impressed. And again, I never give it thought. I just, the only thing was I was helping my mother. That was all. Yes. I eventually migrated to Jamaica. This is years later. And somehow another thought or seed was planted in my head about becoming uh, a children's author. And I ended up working with a children's author. And so I started to talk to her about what it is, what it involves. And eventually after that, I wrote my own book. <laughs> not necessarily a children's book but a book on book marketing because I wanted to help people and I ended up getting into publishing all at once at the same time and um, again another thought came to me why don't you write for the newspaper you could do it and I was like hell yeah why not and I, I, <laughs> I approached them I said listen by that time I had blogs I had written had some collateral to work with because one of the things when you are approaching a newspaper or any form of media, you need to have social proof. You need to have demos, if it's audio or video, or written information to be able to show them what you have to offer. Because it's a competitive space. But I didn't think I was in a competitive space. I just had the thought and I, I said, why not? And I took it up at the same moment. I acted on the thought and the feeling. And in a matter of days, I got a contract to write for the newspaper. I wasn't expecting a contract. I wasn't expecting to be paid to do it. I, um, it was a bonus. It was a bonus. And I was like, okay. So when other people heard that I was writing, they were like, Corinne, how did you do this? I was like, I just asked. I just wrote in because other people were fighting to get into the gleaner and, and they couldn't. And I, I got in just, just by asking. <laughs> so, you know, it's just a matter of what is meant for you is meant for you. And, and just following on what is given to you at the time. Don't delay. Follow up on it. Take action. And I ended up amassing a wealth of experience because that led me to, as I said, writing my own book, winning awards, um, speaking publicly, got, getting on TV, because my second article in the newspaper, the Jamaica Gleaner, I was called by the major network TV, TVJ in Jamaica, to come on TV. <laughs> you know, it's interesting. When we had a brief conversation before um, the show, mm -hmm. uh, we were talking about communication. But yeah. actually, one of the things I'd like to explore with you is this um, this way of being that I have a thought that there is absolute belief in in why shouldn't I do it, and with that feeling and that belief that the reality um, manifests itself. For me, that's at the heart of the the law of attraction. That you have a really clear understanding of what it is you're trying to achieve, and a belief that it will happen. I'm interested in, you know, is this something that has 
followed just your writing and your communication career, or is it something that you follow throughout your life? My entire life, my entire life. Um, the belief is the most important catalyst. Um, it's, it's synonymous or very much like expect and faith. Right. If you, if you expect it, there is nothing that can shift you. It doesn't matter who comes to throw cold water on it. You expect it. And you don't have to dwell on it all the time. To be like, mm, you know, it's like, I know this to be, I expect it to be so, and it's going to happen that way. Or even better. <laughs> you and know, I because... It's really interesting. But there's, I'd like to just unpick it because I think there's so much richness here that people need to hear. Of course. Well, if you look at, you know, I've done a lot of research and studying around what makes people highly successful. And so far as I can tell, you know, they're not Superman or Superwoman. They don't wear sparkly knickers over their um, over their uh, trousers. Now, and now, if you're in America, um, underpants over your pants. <laughs> um, they're just ordinary people. However, their superpower is that they believe that they will succeed, and then they take appropriate action based on that belief. And when things don't go right the first time, they don't give up. They just recognize it's a, a part of the development along the way. Exactly. Exactly. I don't think anybody's ordinary. Yeah. When, I, when I use the word ordinary, I meant it in the sense that stepping into your superpower is something which is available to us all. Of course. Um, and that might be different, um, but in the sense of, it's you know people who are highly successful have their own we're all unique and ex extraordinary but in the sense that the defining factor is not that they have extra intelligence and that they are extra lucky or That's any right. of those things no such thing yes it is we have it yeah we do and and i like what you said we step into we yeah. step into ourselves we recognize and we believe and we know the thing, the difference between probably me, you, and somebody else is that we are given certain gifts, each of us. What is gifted to me may not necessarily be gifted to you. But the great thing about that is that where I may not have a strong gift or a gift in itself, and you have it, when we do come together, it's like the Avengers. You know, one person could fly, one person could run fast, one person... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and as a team, we work together. That's it. That's the beauty about it. That's something I'd like to explore. We're going to go for a short break now. And I'd like to explore with you the whole power of collaboration and teamwork, because to me, that is definitely the way forward. So if you're listening, don't go away. We'll be back in just a moment. ADT's command panel lets you control your secure smart home like lights, locks, thermostat, and arming and disarming the system, and contacts 24-7 monitoring agents if tampered with. Use your panel to control your lights. You can dim smart lights even if your lamp doesn't come with a dimmer. This works for interior and exterior lights. Create automations and custom schedules to turn your smart light bulbs on and off. This is great for nighttime, vacations, or if you just want to mess with your brother. And it's backed by 24-7 monitoring. From the most trusted name in security, ADT. Did you know kids who drink during adolescence are at a higher risk for alcoholism and brain damage? 
particularly as it relates to memory loss and motor function. Plus, this can lead to school, social, and legal problems. And puts them at a higher risk for suicide. You have the power to prevent your teen from underage drinking. Talk to them about the dangers of alcohol. And help us have a better future. We're listening. To learn more, visit ccapsa.org. Welcome back. So before the break, we were talking about, you know, what are your unique powers? What are the things that make you very special? And uh, Corinne had very sensibly talked about how we each have our superpowers and that collectively these become an amazing force to be reckoned with. So I'd like to explore with you some examples where you have used this approach yourself and how it's worked. Uh, what immediately came to mind was an event I was putting on and we didn't have a space. I was organizing the entire event. Everything was a crunch because the place that we were looking at caved in at the last minute. And I had somebody else in mind. There was no budget working with, no money working with. So I had to find a space that would offer it for free. And I was like, Lord, this is going to, this is what is going to happen. Okay. I'm going to get the space for free. Okay, I'm going to get the space for free. And the guy, because he said to me when I eventually approached him, he normally runs classes, yeah. you know, students and stuff are normally there. And when I called him, I said, listen, this is what is going to happen. Now, this is the guy I'm asking for a space. That's okay. going to give it to me for you're free. You're asking him, you're telling him. I'm telling him. <laughs> I'm saying, listen, this is what is going to happen. You're going to give me the space. And you're going to give me the space for free. And all the students that would have normally come to classes that you would normally have, they're going to call and say that they are canceling today. They are postponing. They're not able to make it. Okay? That's what is going to happen. He's like, okay, Corinne, yes, I'll give you the space for free, you know, but I'm not so sure, you know, because people will come at, you know, and say that. I said, I'm telling you, you're going to give me the space for free. And... You're going to get a call to say, no classes. I'm rescheduling. The other persons are rescheduling. We got up there. He said to me, he called me aside. He said, Corrine, what are you doing? <laughs> I said, what happened? <laughs> I said, what happened? He said, I got a call <laughs> to say that they're, they're rescheduling their classes and they couldn't make it today. He said, you are dealing <laughs> with the law of attraction. <laughs> I said, I am just telling you that's what would happen. And so said, so done. And I just tapped him on the shoulder. I said, all's well, that ends well. We're good to go. <laughs> you know, there'll be people listening to this who are perhaps struggling at the moment. You know, there's a lot of things going on in the world. Who will be saying, I want a bit of that. Is it as simple as just thinking about it no it isn't a lot of people think so because there are a lot of books written on this and people think oh really I have thought about things and it never happened but it takes more than that you see the universe source God whatever you may want to call him her, or it recognizes that you're not in total alignment it requires an alignment. You can't fool the universe. You can't fool God. Yes? Yeah. And so you have to be in alignment. 
Now, somebody may say, how would you know you're in alignment? You would know. I can't tell you what that feels like. I know what it feels like to me. But you have felt it before. You have, but you have ignored it. You have overthink it, overthought the process, the par paralysis. Whereas for me, when I feel it, because it's a feeling, it's part of your intuition, it resonates. You feel that lining up. There's something that moves within you. You alone will know how it moves within me is not the same thing, but you have felt it. You have experienced it, but you have ignored it. And it's not to say that I haven't ignored it too. I have, and I got beat up for it after I ignored it, which is why I tend to line up more now after getting the beating. So, so you know. If you're listening yeah. to this, Corinne, I don't think is talking about literally being beaten up, but the universe no. has a habit of giving you a little poke and then it's a slap and then it's a kick and then it gets... <laughs> The, uh, the opportunities to listen get bigger and bigger, don't they? Until you, you do take notice. Yeah. And you know how you know, Gina, you said, I knew it. I should have. Yes. I felt it. I, I, you say it to yourself. I knew it. Yes. So you felt it, you know it, but you, you, you decided you knew better. Yes. And so I'm bigger than whoever is telling me this. So I'm going to do my own thing. And when you realize you're like, oh, hell. I knew it. I should have. Yes. I find, I mean, I, I love the work by Esther Hicks. Um, oh. And we create a vibration. She talks about the vibrational vortex. Of course. Of and course. That, so often, Esther and Jerry. That's right. So often in our language, when we're saying, I want this, or I'm desperate for this, uh, the, the actual energy behind that is not something of desire but of lack i want yes. it because it's not good enough now and you know she talks uh, 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 around you know, creating the energy of having achieved whatever it is you desire and yes. what you describe with the um, your the hire of your room is there was no there was no hesitation. No. That's what was going to happen. And exactly. So your <laughs> alignment with, with your desire um, was very, very closely aligned. And okay. that makes the difference. And I think you said something. You said something there, Gina. Sorry for interrupting you. You talk about language, and we're talking communication. Yeah. It is very much together, if I can use that word, a very simple word. I am very cautious or careful or aware of the language I use. Yes. Huge. Now, that is very annoying. Yes, it's very annoying to other people because they're casual with their words. Words are powerful. There's power in the tongue. It's even biblical, biblically said. There's power in the tongue. So I am careful, and it's an annoying thing for the people when they're communicating with me because I seek clarity. If I'm talking to someone and they say something to me, I'm like, what do you mean? I am not going to take what I think the meaning is. I seek clarity until so that I can respond appropriately. And some people are annoyed. Some people think I take things literal. I do, because if this is what you say, but you mean something else behind it, then my response is not going to be in alignment with what you're, what you're saying. I cannot, well, I could read some people's minds, but not in that kind of sense. But, you know, 
I want to know what you mean. So you can't be saying something with the words, but you meant something else. Then my response is going to be different, which is what causes miscommunication, which is why some men say women are complicated because we would say things, but what we really feel and want to say, we are not saying it. So, <laughs> so it's, it's, you have to say what you mean. <laughs> We're going to go to a short break. When we come back, we're going to continue the theme of communication and the power of words, because I think it's something that when people crack this and get it right, then such amazing things happen. Oh, yes. When you get it wrong. Oh, what a doozy. You know, <laughs> it really does go wrong. So don't go away. We'll be back in a minute. Before he was a major league pitcher, through a no-hitter and then a perfect game. Before he made history, Mark Burley was just a kid, cut from his high school team twice. Before Bear taught himself to predict seizures and inspired thousands by saving his owner's life. Before he became a hero, he was just another dog in a Texas animal shelter. There's hidden potential in all of us. We just need someone to see it. Find it at adoptapet.com. So, what is love? Love is being independent. Love is dancing. A Shriners Hospital for Children. Love is a new smile. At Shriners Hospitals for Children, love is caring for a child regardless of the family's ability to pay. Learn how you can send your love to the rescue at lovetotherescue.org. Power of words, welcome back. You know, I talk to people so much about the power of their words. And I think so many people are very careless about, very unaware that how they speak, what they say, when and how they say it has a huge impact. And it can be a positive impact, a neutral one, or a negative one. And I talk about the living legacy of words. And so when I'm talking about that, all of us, every single one of you listening to this will have had a time when someone has been sarcastic or has put you down or has been unkind. And the legacy of that unkindness lives on long after the words have disappeared. And for some people, that legacy can last a lifetime in the same way that when somebody is kind with their words or says thank you, and it's a really heartfelt thank you, that leaves a positive living legacy. I just would like to ask you, look, we've only got a few minutes left on the show. What, give people some of your gems of wisdom about communication, what can they take away from you today that will help them in their relationships and their lives in general? Well, let's follow what you were just talking about, kindness. One of the things in my recent conversations I've had with persons is that, and I want people to go away with this. This is something that we, we, we play with. So we say, she's nice, isn't she? He's nice. What a nice person. Nice is not kind. There's a distinct difference between nice and kind. You may meet a nice person, but they're not kind. Yes. Now, what's the difference? You have to know. 
Somebody could be nice. It's all about appearances. I'm being nice because probably there's a agenda behind it or there are people around. I'm nice, but you're not kind. Kindness comes from a genuineness internally from the heart. And how would you know? It doesn't mean that the person is always there for you, but it's what they is 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 how they do things. So for, for example, I remember I needed um some Vaseline. I don't know if you know that petroleum jelly. Yeah. I didn't have any and I needed some. It might seem simple to somebody. And I called my my neighbor nearby. He's always there for me whenever I may need something urgently. And I said, Listen, do you have some Vaseline? And he brought it for me in a little, now you know the color of Vaseline, it's kind of jelly, clearish. Yeah. Yes. And he brought it in one of those little containers. It was black. One of those little ones that they put sauces in. Yeah. And when he brought it with a clear cover, I didn't even want to touch the Vaseline. You know why? Even though I needed it. The way the Vaseline looked and the way he packaged it, I felt from when he gave it to me, it was with love. I said, how did you get the Vaseline to look like that? It looked like a little rose. In some oh, not. I said, what did you do to Vaseline? Because I, for me, I would have just dig my finger in the thing and put it in a container and just, you know. I could see the way how he did it. He said, Corinne, I put it in the microwave. I, I kind of let it melt a little. And so as it formed back, it just had this creamy look inside. And when I opened it, I was like, I don't want to touch this. I could feel you, you could tell that when somebody give you something with love, even a gift, even, even how they plate food, simple, simple things. It doesn't have to be major. You know, even when they take you, even, for example, if they brought something home and they're sharing it, they give it to you first as opposed to them eating it first. Yeah. Little things you need to look at is what shows you what is in somebody's heart as opposed to being nice. And kindness yeah. costs nothing. Oh my God. Say that again, Gina. Kindness costs nothing. And you know, if we were each kinder to ourselves, and by yeah. kind I don't mean overindulgent, I mean kind, compassionate. Yeah. yeah. And kind to other people and the environment. Oh yeah. We would live in so much better a world we'd have so much better quality of life and you know I often talk to people particularly those who come because they're perhaps anxious or depressed about the power of random acts of kindness oh yeah all acts you don't expect anything in return but you just let somebody out in the traffic or you buy a cup of coffee for the person behind you in the queue or open the door or say to someone can I help you with your bags makes such a difference it does or even a smile what does it take to smile with someone and mm -hmm. you know I have done that with people I've made people laugh I've made people smile because I go with that energy I I, I don't want to be grumbled and oh ha bah humbug I, I can't exist yeah. in that way so I I move around and people feel my energy people people appreciate it and so you don't know Gina in this world who yeah. may be thinking what? Yeah. Who may be under so much and they're thinking of committing suicide or doing something crazy like that. And they feel it's the only way out. And you come along 
or God sends you at that particular time and you are able to smile or make that person have a different perspective on what's happening in their life. And they're like, I thank you so much. And they'll live another day. Yeah. I'm very conscious of time. Corin, where can people find you if they want to find out more about you or to work with you? Oh, I'm at LaFont and Associates. That's L-A-F-O-N-T and A-N-D Associates.com. Once you go there, you find me. I, I have a contact page, all my social media links. Even if you can't remember LaFont and Associates, you remember Corinne LaFont. Now, my name is French, so there are a lot of Corinne LaFonts around. So just Google me. I am available. I'm there. You'll find me. And if not, reach out to Gina. Gina Absolutely. knows how to find it. If you email me at gina at genuinely-u.com, then we will make sure that we put you in touch. Now, we are very proud to be members of B1G1, Buy One, Give One, which is all about kindness. And we always donate on behalf of our guests. And the four projects that are this month are Feeding the Hungry, Clean Water, Education, and there is a project which supports children in the Ukraine. Because we're talking about communication, I'm going to choose education because that opens the doors to so many things. Thank you so much for joining us. Those of you listening, please do join us again at the Gina Gardner and Friends on the next show. Get others to download it. Remember that with B1G1, for every 100 downloads, we give a meal to the hungry. It's been great to have you. Take care. Thanks for listening to Gina Gardner and Friends, the show that helps you live a happier, more successful, and fulfilling life. To learn more about Gina Gardner, go to genuinely-u.com. If you would like to work with Gina or book her as a speaker, email her at gina at genuinely-u.com.